Welcome to Parents Take Five, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, currently serving as Associate Pastor for Youth, Young Adults, and Families with Young Children at Second Presbyterian Church in Little Rock, and your host. If you have any questions or have ideas, you can find the Facebook group for podcast listeners by searching for Parents Take 5, that's F-I-V-E, and the same is true for Instagram. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey y'all, it's Jen. I am so glad to be with you today. I have a special guest with me. Y'all, I feel like I'm kind of sitting with somebody famous right now. Um, he writes That's a some... real stretch. Let's just be really clear. <laughs> I'm, I'm famous in a really small, really small circle. Really small. Okay, well, I'm in your circle and it feels pretty famous. Yeah. So, um, okay. <laughs> Brian is an associate minister uh, for Pittsburgh Presbytery, and he is with us today to talk about parents. He's done some articles, and he is just an amazing man that I am so glad that he is going to be here to give us some of his insight and knowledge. So, Brian, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for having me on. It's nice. It's fun. Yes. Okay. So, I think we should start with the article that you wrote that yeah. I that yep. I loved so much of. Why don't you tell the listeners just a, a brief <laughs> bit about if you could say that, you know, and like. Yeah. So, it. yeah. So the long story short on the video that went viral in, in a very small world um, was that we had had a meeting the week before that of our presenters next generation ministry team, which is basically in our presbytery, our ministry team covers children and youth ministry up through through young adults. So kind of bridging between that Christian educator and youth director team, we realize that there's not really enough of us to have two teams, so we have one. Um, and a lot of our people are doing both. Um, and so I'm the staff person for that team. And we were just sitting around talking and I was just struck by how frustrated that group was and it's mainly children's ministry staff youth ministry staff they were just so frustrated right and uh as i was kind of reflecting on that i was like okay what do our pastors need to hear about this what do our families need to hear because it was my responsibility to write the p news article uh, our president news article for the next week well my wife would tell you that i'm a much better speaker than i'm a writer and that's true and so I decided, you know what, instead of putting this out in written form, I'm going to make a video. And so no joke, I set up my camera and my tripod out in my driveway and put my garbage, my trash can in front of me um, so that I'd have something to hold on to so I wouldn't like rock and like move everywhere and just kind of put some thoughts down on paper and like went for it um, and did one take and it was not very good and did a second take. And I was like, that's going to be good enough. No one's ever going to see this. Uh, hit export, uploaded it, expected the like 300 views that we always get for stuff like that. Um, and then I got an email from somebody who was like, your press, or my home press story just showed your video to press story meeting. I was like, oh crap. <laughs> um, so, you know, ba basically the goal was to provide some context for church leaders to understand why families aren't coming back. 
and to give them some answers for when elders and other church members like why aren't the kids here to like supply some of those answers in, in a more concise form so that was the goal I love it. So can, so our parents already know, right, why they're not coming. Um, and I know, I mean, from my own experience with parents, like they're either going to be honest about what's happening or they're going to come up with some kind of excuse about why they can't get back. Um, and I can understand both of those, you know, there's, I really can. So tell us what you, what message you gave to um, children and youth pastors and, and educators that, and, and the reason I think this is important, Brian, is because I think that you are highlighting exactly how our parents feel. And I think that that's important for us to know that yeah. we all understand what's happening. So share with us. Yeah, I mean, the long and short of it is like most of our ministries run on this concept of momentum, right? Like, like it, it is easy to keep something going when it's going well, but when it starts to decline, it's it, it, it declines pretty steadily. Um, and especially in the area of children and youth ministry, we rely a lot on like we, we rely a lot on the routineness and the regularness of it. And in part, because if you play the game of percentages, like we don't have a, like you miss a year and you miss a significant percentage of a kid's life. So especially in preschool ministry, like my wife right now is doing a long-term sub job with three-year-olds, right? These are kids who have largely never been socially adjusted, um, you know? And so their three-year-old preschool class is functioning like a twos class. Um, same way with my own kids, right? Like, my, like pandemic has covered like between 15 and 20% of my kids' lives um, and they're in middle school. And so like the things that are hallmark around church and middle school of like fall of like camp trips in the fall and retreats and summer trips, like they missed a whole year plus of that. And so all of a sudden people are like, well, why aren't these things snapping back in, into place? Not snapping back in place because they, they were never in place for, in the first place for some of these kids. And especially for our high school ministries, like those critical years, which we normally lose kids anyway, to like jobs and dating, like we had jobs, dating and the pandemic. And so, you know, most of the groups that I talked to have lost a significantly higher percentage of the high school kids than they would have otherwise. Um, and just like to break it down and be like, look, like when you play the percentage game, this is why that's happened. I think for parents, the thing that I've heard is kind of twofold. I've heard two things, basically guilt and being overwhelmed, right? Yes. Of like, like the guilt is like, I know my kids should be in church. The overwhelmed is like online school is enough. Like I, I just like, I can't, like I have to be so much more for my kid than I used to. And we can't get them off YouTube on Sunday mornings to come sit and watch YouTube with us, right? Mm -hmm. And so part of what I've like encouraged parents is like, like play the long game right? Like play the long game with your kids of like, instead of trying to figure out if you disengage from church, instead of trying to figure out how you snap back to a pattern that you used to have that now feels really out of place and familiar, like play the long game and say, okay, let's look down the road. And it's, you know, December of 2021. The most important thing is like by summer of 2022, we want to re-engage in church in some way, right? And the thing I tell people is set intentionally low bars so you don't get defeated, right? Mm -hmm. So if the goal is to get to church once a month for, you know, starting in, in 2022, great, right? Like, great. If it is to get your kids to go on the summer trip that your church is hosting, 
great. Just focus on the one goal and don't try and get back, you know, don't try and get back to the kind, kind of full steam momentum. And I think the other thing for parents is be realistic about what your patterns were before mm. uh, the pandemic. I, I've had some parents who said, you know, before pandemic, we never missed church. And I'm like, yes, you did. You missed right. all the time. Like, <laughs> like, don't, right. But I don't think that's malicious. I, I think it's that, you know, like church was always a priority. And so be honest about the fact that your family was busy before pandemic and you had to make an effort before and then you got out of the pattern it's going to take some time for parents to re-engage and like like we have two middle schoolers eighth and seventh grade and like like we found that with our kids like we did a really good job as well we could last year because i was volunteering so when i was going that they were going and still that pattern's been broken and it's still been kind of tricky for us two people have both worked in churches to like reestablish those patterns um, so you got to think baby steps of restarting, just like our church leaders need to think of baby steps of restarting programs. Parents need to think about baby steps to re-engage with church. Mm, I love that, Brian. Thank you for sharing that tip. So, uh, hey, parents, listeners, let's uh, set one goal and let's set it really low so we can achieve really low, it really and low. then celebrate, yep. right? <laughs> yep. Okay, yeah. so we're going to set a low said. bar. We're going to achieve it. And then we'll, we'll do another one. I love right. the way you yep. think, Brian. So yeah. um, you may see me on social media, giving myself some, you know, pats on the back for achieving a very low bar goal. Yes. Yep. Thank you, Brian. All right, y'all. So glad that um, we could be with you today and we hope that you're having a great day. Talk to you soon. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter refocus, and reflect on family and faith. As you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast, check out Instagram and the Facebook group to reach me. I hope that you'll take five with us again.